This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is a premier male grooming company with the star Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, and we want to be able to share the savings with you, our awesome listeners. So you can use the promo code BLUECHIP, all one word, to get 20% off your next order. Don't let your balls down. Get the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Renition. I'm joined once again by Devin Jackson. Devin made it. He woke up early on Thanksgiving for everyone. So, you know, let's all give a round of applause to Devin. Although, I'm serious, bro. It's good to have you back. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Um, yeah, today um, I'm working on Thanksgiving. So, I mean. It's okay. It's- so am I. Granted, it's not a holiday for me, so it's just a I, Thursday. I was, I was about to say, uh, I, you already celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I did. I, I did. Months ago. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good this morning, man. That's good. Yeah. Um, big thanks to Tyler Fortis for filling in on Tuesday's podcast. If you haven't heard that, go back and do so. I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I haven't finished that podcast. Um, but we are here today. It is Thanksgiving in the States when we're recording this. There is a game going on on Thursday night, so Devin and I are going to, in our infinite wisdom, recap that game. Um, so, Devin, what happened when old, uh, number nine Ole Miss faced Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl, the battle of the promos between Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, the two most batshit crazy men in the SEC? No defense was played. That that is a that is a true fact. Um, I'm gonna just get it. I'm gonna rip this bandaid right off. Uh, Will Rogers and Matt Corral combined for 823 yards. Will Rogers throwing for 400, four touchdowns. Wasn't enough though. Threw a costly pick. Ole Miss ends up winning 38 to 36. Egg Bowl. Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Elijah Moore won't mess this one up. Which means that Mississippi State covered because the spread was two, but the over was achieved because the over was only 64 and a half, and Vegas should have known better. Vegas going to do what they do, though. Yeah, Vegas going to do what they do. Devin, this is, not, this is not the first time we've seen shit like this happen. Now we go on to Friday. Um, for tonight's – actually, not even tonight's game. This game kicks off at noon. It might have already kicked off, depending on when you're listening to this. Boise State on the road at number 21, San Diego State. Boise is favored by two and a half with an over-under of 44 and a half. This, uh, this line kind of surprised me because um, if you look at the records, you're like, there's no way Boise State should be favored in this game, but – as of late, Boise State's played one, like one of the best teams in the Mountain West. Uh, you know, they struggled early on, uh, lost to uh, Air Force, Nevada, you know, then obviously Oklahoma State, UCF. Uh, that's their four losses on the season, and, and none of them are really bad. But then they throttled Fresno State. Um, they blew out New Mexico. 
They beat everybody Wyoming. blows at New Mexico though. So yeah, they they beat they beat Wyoming pretty handedly. So I'm I'm gonna go with Boise State in this game. I think uh, this game is actually pretty important uh, for the Mountain West because Boise State is actually uh, number one in the Mountain West for miraculously. I I don't know how it happened because they started off really rough. Yeah, but... it's in their it's in their division that they're, that they're leading it cuz yeah. uh San Diego State and Fresno are in the same division, Boise's in the opposite division, right? Yep, but if San Diego State loses, Fresno makes it to the Mountain West yeah. cuz Fresno won the head to head against San Diego State. Yeah. So um, it, it's a pretty important game for both. I I got Boise State winning. I got Boise State winning this one as well. Uh San Diego State can't put up points, and Boise can. Listen, San Diego State's got one of the best defenses in the country, but if you can't score points, my my faith in you is vastly diminished. I'm going to go with, with Boise. I do think that the uh, – I, I think they cover because it's only two and a half points. I think they probably win by like three or four. I would not be surprised if the under is achieved at like 44 and a half. I think you could probably see this being like a 21 to 17 game. Definitely. Devin, on the Big Ten Network at 1.30 today, you can catch number 16, Iowa, on the road at Nebraska. And I can't believe I'm saying this, Devin. Nebraska is favored by a point. How? They're 3-8. and eight. Stop they, making Nebraska a thing. They have literally – I think they've covered, like, their last – like oh no, they have because they've lost games. seven one po- one score games, and then the other game was to was to Ohio State by nine. Fornis was telling me about this on on Tuesday's pod. But stop making Nebraska a thing. They can't stop, unfortunately. Look, I can't was stop gonna, won't stop. Apparently, I wish I, they would stop. I was going to win the game by a field goal, man. I was going to win the game by ten because I'm tired of Nebraska. <laughs> I, I got a field goal game. Uh, once again, Nebraska is going to be smash the under. By the way, right there into yeah, the game, smash the under, and they are going to make the fatal mistake. Sixteen also, to six final. Also, why is Adrian Martinez their leading passer in Russia? Because they have no offense. We can move on. Yes, we can, and we should. We have number four, Cincinnati. They finally, finally found a way to put Cincinnati in the top four. It only took um, Michigan State and Oregon losing in embarrassing fashion for that to happen. But number four, Cincinnati, on the road. I did not know that East Carolina was seven and four. I didn't know either. Holy crap. I would have thought that they were like, granted, I saw their game against App State. This is a pretty decent uh, ECU team, but. I did not expect seven and four. I thought maybe four and seven because ECU's generally been a snake bit program. Since he's favored by 14, over under 57 and a half, I'm picking East Carolina to cover. I know, since he just smashed SMU, but SMU's had a very bad month. East Carolina's a bit on the up. I think that they're going to cover since he's going to win, though. I guess since he's winning and covering, I think Cincinnati understands what they got to do and they got to blow out everybody from here on out to they do have to blow out everyone i want to see holt naylor's just testing ahmad gardner for shits and gigs it won't end well do that (laughs) because he did that a couple (laughs) years ago and uh so yeah he uh got a pick six so 
Devin, I want it for my own amusement. I don't care that, like, it's not a good idea. You, you know what's annoying, though? What? Like, corners get so good in college that they will literally not get thrown at at all. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I genuinely cannot remember the last time I saw a deep pass completed on Ahmad Gardner. So, uh, I think he was a freshman. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I know he's still never allowed a touchdown. Nope. All right, we have Arkansas, number twenty-five in the country. They're hosting six and five Missouri. Someone explained the Star Wars thing to me last week, and I sure fine, whatever. Missouri's a bunch of petty uh, petty bastards. Okay, Missouri's on the road. They're underdogs by 14.5 with an over-under of 62.5. I'm picking Arkansas. I have no reason to have any faith in this Missouri squad. I'm going to pick Arkansas as well, but I'm going to pick Missouri to cover. Um, I don't know what to really make of this Missouri team. Like, Tyler Beatty's good, but is he good to the point where he's going to stand out as a prospect? Connor Basilic even still a prospect at this point is, or is he a guy that needs to come back for another year? Basically, this is just watch Traylon Burks. Just watch Traylon Burks. He's up against either a Caleb Evans, uh, from Missouri or Allie Green. Either one. That's a pretty good matchup. That's the only real reason to tune into this game. Yeah. I, this should not be on your top choices of game to watch, uh, on, on this particular day at the very least. I would argue that you should probably watch this next one instead during that time slot, Devin. It's Colorado on the road at number 19, Utah. Utah is favored by 23 and a half with an over-under of 52. This is absolutely a trap game for Utah. Mm -hmm. They are likely headed to the Pac-12 championship. And Colorado can get teams when they're not expecting it. They got Utah last year. Yep. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, this game matters for Utah more from a bowl game perspective. But, I mean, they're playing Oregon again next week. So, <laughs> I mean, unless Oregon lo- – well, not even if Oregon – even if Oregon – well, it could get complicated. I love the, the, the back and forth you just had with yourself there. No, because I'm looking at the standings right now. Ah. But I guess Oregon State might, if Oregon State wins, they might go to the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, They're, it's still possible. So The I, Pac-12 championship picture is hilarious, and I love it. it it's, it's something. It is something. I'll tell Absolutely. you what, I, I would not have picked Utah to win the Pac-12 sub before the season started. I I wouldn't have. I've given up attempting to pick the Pac-12 now, man. But yeah, Utah is already locked in. Uh, I'm a, I assume Oregon will win, but we never know in this season. Oregon State has Utah. also been uh, very very uh, surprising. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Utah as well. But I do think Colorado covers. This is the game of the day, Devin. We have North Carolina on the road. At number 20, NC State, NC State favored by six, over under 62 and a half. We're not sure if Sam Howell's going to play in this game. There are injury concerns about him. They might just hold him out. 
I I don't think it would matter. I'm going NC State regardless. Yeah, NC State should win this game. Um, I didn't realize that Devin Leary's thrown over 3,000 yards. Yep, he's been awesome this year. What a lad. He, jeez. And he's completing it at a 65.8% clip. Also, apparently NC State's still alive for the ACC championship game. Oh, let's go. Our our Red uh, Wolf Pack. I almost said Red Wolves. That's Arkansas State. Yeah, um, and and no one likes Arkansas State. No one. But NC State needs to win and then needs Boston College to beat Wake Forest to make it to ACC championship. Oh, you know what I want then. (laughs) Well, we know what uh, I want. I believe uh, is wait. Yep, we'll be picking that game later. So we will be. All right, Devin. This is a not rare non-conference uh, Thanksgiving game. We have Georgia on the road at Georgia Tech. Georgia's favored by thirty-five with an over/under of fifty-four and a half. Georgia. Georgia at the points. Just take everything with Georgia. Just take everything with Georgia. There's, there's no point. Even though it is um, a disrespectful There are line. rumblings that Stetson Bennett is going to declare for the NFL draft, and I want to get your take on that. Don't care. This is like Aaron Murray all over again. This is not even Aaron Murray. He's not even at that level. But I, I will not watch him. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I, <clears throat> I, does that mean that JT Daniels would come back? He has to. He Can you imagine no if JT Daniels decides, nope, I'm declaring too. Like, bro, what? <laughs> we got two Georgia quarterbacks. It's like when we had Cardell Jones declare. Yeah. Remember Cardell Jones? Although People he, thought he was like QB1. Although he probably should have just declared after that run. Or he could have just, you know, transferred. Yeah, he should have did that too. That because that ended up being a mess, but yeah, I'm I'm going to just stay away from Georgia quarterbacks for a while. Yeah, show, I show Cardo- me oh. show me it's so, there's someone worth watching, and I'll watch him. Yeah, I mentioned Cardell Jones as a perfect transition, Devin. We have Ohio State number two in the nation on the road at number five, Michigan in the Big House. Ohio State favored by eight, over under of sixty four and a half. This is a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I'm, look, Michigan, man, they, to me, for me to start picking Michigan, they have to win this game. And I they, won't, they won't, so I'm going to take Ohio State, and I think they win by more than eight. Devin, what do you think the least expensive ticket you can get for this game costs? Probably $600. Oh, okay, so you you overshot that. It's 280 that's actually not that bad. I, I thought it was going to be way higher because it's been a while since they've both been in the top 10. I think since Ohio State won that weird game, they, I think they won like 62 to 33 or something like that. It was a couple of years ago with Shea Patterson. In uh, terms of the ranked rivalries that we've got this week, it is the most expensive. There's another one coming up in a little bit that is absurd. But, like, I mean, the next game we're going to talk about, you can get into for as little as 16 bucks. So there's that. Uh, but, no, give me give me Ohio State. I think that 
this is going to be a huge game for CJ Stroud. I think it was Dane Brugler that put out this week that teams like the Lions and, uh, uh, and the Texans should be trying to, uh, to, to petition to get CJ Stroud eligible for this year. Yeah, he's been really good, man. He's been a lot phenomenal. Of, Remember when people it, gave up on him after like a game and a half? It, that's why you never listen to casual fans, man. Never listen to casual fans. Never. Never listen to fans. Don't listen to people. Don't listen to us. Actually, listen no, to us. No. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that last part, but. Yeah. Uh, next game, Devin. This one has major Big 12 implications. It is Texas Tech on the road at number eight, Baylor. This is the one that you can get into for $16. Baylor is favored by 14, over under a 52. Uh, I would just like to say, I mentioned this on Tuesday's pod, uh, you and I and our campaign to get every Baylor superstar down in Mobile, it seems to have worked because Petrie got announced while we were <laughs> recording. And then Terrell Bernard and, uh, and Abram Smith happened almost immediately once we were stopped, once we stopped recording. So, you know, you're welcome. Yeah, we're Baylor prophecies, but yeah, Baylor should win. Baylor propaganda galore on this podcast. The Big Shots podcast brought to you by Baylor University. Yeah, Baylor should win this game. Um, and I think. I, I guess if Oklahoma State wins oh, against Oklahoma, which we'll talk about in a minute, that uh, Baylor will go to a Big 12 championship. Yeah, they need Oklahoma State to win because Baylor uh, – um, yeah, it needs to be Oklahoma State to, uh, to win because then everyone would be two loss and then – or hang on, what the hell? There, there's – there's some sort of uh, yeah, well, shenanigans. Oklahoma State would be only still one loss team, but Oklahoma and Baylor would be tied, and Baylor has a tiebreaker. Baylor has a head-to-head, right? Yeah. That explains it. Okay, yeah, so they need Oklahoma State to win. Uh, whereas if Oklahoma wins, then... It's just a rematch. It's just a rematch of those two, because Oklahoma, Oklahoma State has the head-to-head. We, I, I guess know Baylor. That. Yeah, uh, yeah. They? Oklahoma State has a head. Oh yeah, because Baylor, Baylor they they faced Baylor when Baylor didn't have Terrell Bernard. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes a lot more sense. All right. I'm picking Baylor. This is this is not 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 up for debate. Um. Remember when Eric Izukama had that like high flying start to the year? It really petered out after after a couple weeks. Granted, I mean Texas Tech's on quarterback number three for the year, but. They can't seem to get him the ball often enough now. Yeah, you'll be surprised uh, to see. I mean, it. you would think getting the <clears throat> best players the ball uh, would help. But if you can't find ways to get him the ball, they just become nothing. It's a shame, Devin. Moving on, we have number 18, Wake Forest, on the road at 6-5 and five, Boston College. Again, like you mentioned, if Boston College wins this game and NC State wins their game, NC State goes to the championship game over Wake Forest, and that's what I want, so I'm picking Boston College. Yep, Boston College here, too. There's really no – I mean, if you look at head-to-head, I mean, 
it's pretty evenly matched, but I do think Boston College has a, a pretty solid defense. Um, and honestly, and has a good offense uh, with Phil Dracovic back. Yeah, they lost to Florida State, though. That's the only thing. I uh, see. I didn't know that because they're not ranked, so I'm not following non non Big Twelve ranked teams. Yeah, so that's the only downfall on that. But I'm still thinking Boston College. Yeah, I'm still picking Boston College. Wake Forest in the ACC championship game just seems wrong on a philosophical well, level. So, well, also considering how they stunk it up the last few weeks, I I would not want them in the ACC championship game to be honest. Yeah, going into an ACC championship game on three straight losses is generally not a good idea. Yeah. We have number 24, Houston, on the road at UConn. Houston's favored by 32 and a half. Houston in the points. Sorry. Yep. Next. There's nothing I can add into this. There's no point. There's literally no point talking about that game any further. Number 22, UTSA on the road at North Texas. UTSA favored by 10.5, over under 59.5. Give me UTSA to win. I think North Texas covers, though. I'm going to pick, excuse me, UTSA to cover. I can't stop yawning. Those last two games, Devin, they're so boring, they made me yawn. Yeah, both of those teams are going to be in their respective championship games anyway, so it doesn't really matter for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, Houston, I, I would suggest you should not lose to UConn. Don't don't do that. Generally, a, a good idea to not lose to UConn. But yeah, Devin, we got the Iron Bowl. We got number three Alabama on the road at Auburn. Bama favored by nineteen and a half, over under fifty five and a half. Get into this game for a hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, because the game loss is luster because Auburn stumbled down the stretch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me Bama. Give me give me them to cover. Well, not that it would matter, but Auburn doesn't have Bo Nix. So, yeah, Bama's going to win and cover. When's the last time the Auburn-Alabama Iron Bowl mattered this little? Probably the year Gene Chizik got fired. Yeah. I think that was the last time Auburn was this bad. Oh, boy. Yeah, now they're – Auburn's been rough this year. Yeah, But, yeah, give me Alabama. I think this one's going to be pretty ugly. Um, I was going to call this next game by its old rivalry name, and then I remembered that they don't call it that anymore. I think it's now just the Oregon versus Oregon State rivalry game or something like that because it's not what it used to be called, which I'm fine with, but old habits die hard. This is the game for the actual platypus trophy. Yes, they play for a platypus trophy, and I love it. Did you see this shit? Mm -mm. Okay. I'll get this out of the way. Oregon versus Oregon State used to be called the Civil War. It is no longer called that because 2021 and, well, yeah. you know, not, not dredging up the civil war is a good idea. Um, they showed the trophy for this game. Well, you have the ducks and the beavers. What is an animal that looks like if you combined a duck and a beaver? It's a platypus. The trophy is a platypus. I don't know if this is a new trophy 
or if it's a this is like the first or second year we've done this this game this way. But yes, they play for a platypus trophy, and I love it, and it's the greatest thing ever. Wow, I honestly did not know that. Uh, I think I think last year, say. I think last year they had some crazy game, didn't they? Where it was like super foggy. Or oh yeah, two years ago. That oh god, I think that was I think that was last year. I think that was last year. But all this to say, Oregon State is seven and four. On the road against 9-2, and two, number 11 in the country, Oregon. Oregon favored by 7, over under of 60 and a half. Is it bad that I want to pick Oregon State? Nah, I mean, I'm not picking them, but. I'm going to, uh, uh, I can't do it. I'm afraid of greatness, Devin. I'm going to go with Oregon. I think Oregon State covers, though. Yeah, apparently every four years, Oregon State wins. So this is not the fourth year. Um, so Oregon went, I also looked at the, the trophy, uh, it became the unofficial trophy in 2007. So. Okay. So it's not a, it's well, not actually the, the trophy was lost for more than 40 years before, before. Is there re- a new, oh. is there a new name for this rivalry game? Um, nope. It is just Oregon, Oregon state football rivalry. Oh, apparently. okay. Um, we need to get a new, we need to get the, the battle for the platypus or the platypus, platypus hill, bat, whatever. I don't give a shit. Find a new name that incorporates platypus into the rivalry. We've got the Cyhawk trophy, which is what happens if you just combine cyclone and a, and a, and a Hawkeye. We take a beaver, you take a platypus, uh, take a, take a duck. You've got a platypus, just the platypus rivalry. I don't care. Give this game a rivalry. Now they gotta get a sponsor first. You know how college football works. Touche. Wait, yeah, but we it's, got... it's called the Platypus Cup. The Platypus Cup, the battle for the Platypus Cup. There we go. <laughs> there we go. This is what happens when Devin and I have been awake for a combined hour and a half when we're recording. Um. We got one more game that we'll toss to an ad break because I need an ad break before talking about the game after this one. We have Penn State on the road at number 12, Michigan State. Penn State's favored by one and a half, over under 52, and Mel Tucker secured the fucking bag. That he did. He did. He is the, like, ninth highest paid coach in all of sports. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I do think it was a bit a bit excessive. A bit excessive. Ninth highest paid coach in all of sports. Devin, they if, went like six and sorry, they went like four and four last year. He was like six and six at, at Colorado. What are we doing? Making sure he doesn't leave. <laughs> By like what the I'm pretty sure you could have gotten him to not leave if you offered him like five million a year. Yeah. Didn't quite make sense there. No. Um, also Penn State locked up James Franklin to like a 10 year extension. The battle of the locked up coaches. Battle of the locked up mediocre coaches. That's right. I said it. Mel Tucker is a mediocre coach. You want to know why? Because up until this year, he had never been over 500. God, give me, give me, give me Penn State. 
Michigan State's actually. falling. Michigan State's actually they're not falling, Devin. They're plummeting. Well, the thing is with them, they got exposed in the secondary badly. Like badly, they were able to control the tempo of games because they have Kenneth Walker, and you know they're able to hand the when ball. When that got off taken them. from them, they were screwed. Yeah, I'm not sure why people ever thought they had a chance to win a Big Ten. To be honest. Although it was an impressive season, I will give them that. They beat all the yeah rest. nine and three for Michigan State is really good. Given that a couple of years ago we were like, oh my god, this team is dreadful. Yeah, after making that playoff appearance, they really took a nosedive. So. Well, I mean, to be fair, they had Brian Lewerke as their quarterback. There's only so far you could go with that. Remember when we thought? Not not wait, my bad. Remember when? Yeah, he was watch of, your mouth. Remember when he was thought of as a, a pro prospect? Remember? Remember he was one of the top return quarterbacks in college football. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Like our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet for whatever your needs are. With nine amazing flavors to choose from, all of which covered in 100% chocolate. Oh, by the way, guys, they have several monthly special offer bars as well, all of which have up to 19 grams of protein with only 4 grams of added sugar and 4 grams of net carbs. Built Bar has whatever you're looking for, whether you're looking for a delicious snack, a pre- or post-workout bar, or need to keep up with your macros, Built Bar is a top-of-the-first-round protein bar. See what I did there? Draft puns. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code BIGSHOTS for 10% off your next order. That's BIGSHOTS, all one word, 10% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Devin, there's a very, very good reason I threw to that ad break when I did. It's because we had... We have number 14, Wisconsin, on the road at Minnesota. Battle for Paul Bunyan's axe, if I remember correctly. Wisconsin is favored by seven in this game. And I think this might actually be the lowest uh, uh, over-under I've ever seen in my life. 39 I still, points. I still want to take the under. I still want to take the under. This has seven to three written all over it. Man, what happened to Minnesota scoring points, man? How are they seven and four? That's why I uh, yeah, I want to know that too because this is the same team that lost to Bowling Green. I keep hammering that home. Did you know they lost to Bowling Green? Maybe all who the have bad they teams beat? in the Big I'm team. genuinely, I I genuinely want to know who they've beat. All the bad teams in the Big Ten. They've Pretty beaten. Uh, oh, jeez. All right, you want to hear some shit, Devin? They have beaten Miami of Ohio, Colorado. Purdue, that's a pretty big win. Nebraska, Maryland, Northwestern, Indiana. I see they lost to uh, Illinois and (laughs) they had to have the worst losses of of any contending bowl team of a Power 5 team. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. But hey, they got seven wins, so give me oh my god, Wisconsin's gonna be nine and three. Oh I got Wisconsin winning, but I have Minnesota covering because this is good this is gonna be like a thirteen to I ten. Genuinely game. started to feel like a little sick when I picked Wisconsin because that means that that team is nine and three. The Big Ten West is bad. I think we can Does that mean Wisconsin's that. going to, to, to play in the Big Ten championship? No, that Iowa. Is, Iowa, well, they win. 
Yeah, yeah, because Iowa won head-to-head, right? And I think that they have one less loss on their record. No, 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 no. Actually, Wisconsin would go to the Big Ten Championship because they blew out Iowa. Oh, God, no. I don't want to have to see Ohio State and Wisconsin. I don't want to see a televised murder. I mean, granted, if any of the teams in the in the Big Ten West, uh, it could still – I think theoretically it could still be Purdue. They need a lot of help. Well, Actually, no, no, it can't it's be. Still, it's still, Cause, it's yeah, no, because they would need all three ahead of them to lose, and that's impossible. Because Minnesota's got the head-to-head on Purdue. Yeah, okay, never mind. All right, the most fun option can't make it. Great. We have Texas A&M. At LSU, I really hope that this just evolves into that 2018 battle where it went on for like eight and a half no. hours and was like 70 actually, to 63. Actually, no. Although I don't have to watch the game this Saturday, so I'm happy about that. But uh, by the way, A&M favored by six and a half, over under of only 46. Well, neither a uh, explosive offense, so. <laughs> I'm going to take the under in the game. I'm taking Texas A&M to win and cover. I'm taking, I'm taking everything. I'm taking Texas A&M and I'm taking the over. This one is going to be my game to watch, Devin. This has me written all over it. We got number 10, Oklahoma, on the road at Oklahoma State, number seven in the nation, in Bedlam. That's the just the name. It's just it's not the Bedlam game. It's just Bedlam, and I love it. Uh, Oklahoma State favored by four and a half, over under a 49. You can get into this one, Devin, for $217. I am going to pick Oklahoma State. I'm picking um, Oklahoma State as well. Caleb Williams against a very good defense. I can no longer pick against Oklahoma State. Every They're time I pick against good. them, I've been wrong. So. Yeah, th- this. I actually think that the under is going to be achieved on this one. Oklahoma State likes to control the game with their defense. Oklahoma has a very good defense that has helped them win a lot of games this year. Don't be surprised if this is 24 to 20. Also, I, for some reason, I just started looking at Oklahoma stats. Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler have a very different approach to their game but uh yeah we'll see what happens i think rattler ends up transferring though yeah there's no way he declares it's just he's gonna he's gonna transfer we'll we'll have fun watching him at arizona state next year it should be fun yeah but we don't know if herm edwards is gonna be there so. probably not all right we got on the acc network Number 17, Pitt, on the road at Syracuse. Pitt favored by 13, over under 58. Give me Pitt, but give me the under. Give me Pitt, but give me the under as well. I don't think Syracuse can put up points. Shout out to Sean Tucker, though. Shout out Sean Tucker. Shout out Caddy Pickett. Potential number one pick. No. I was going to say potential number one pick, and then I stopped myself because, well, no. I don't want to li- – I don't stop the ride I want to get off. We got three more games left to, to cover, Devin. We got number 23, Clemson, on the road at South Carolina. Clemson favored by 11.5, over under 43. 
Why do I have to pick this game? Leading passer in this game is DJ Uangalele with 1,900 yards. I want to pick South Carolina so badly, but I just know they're not going to win. So I'm going to pick Clemson. I'm going to pick Clemson as well. South Carolina's been on a roll. It's, it's, it's actually a miracle that they made they made a bowl game. I know. A, a literal miracle. All right. Our penultimate game of the week, Devin. We got number six Notre Dame on the road at three and eight Stanford. You love you love to see it. Notre Dame favored by nineteen and a half, over under fifty two and a half. Give me Notre Dame. Give me the points. I I think they've kicked the shit out of Stanford. I hope so. I'm I'm tired of hearing about Stanford, man. They have their one signature win that the refs handed them in the world. They're game. three and eight. They stink. Is this mean, is like this is like the mid two thousands all over again? Because before Andrew Luck got there, this program was a mess. It's a mess again. They so are. I, yeah. I assume David Shaw is gone. Uh, he's leaving for the pros. So after, they love David after three Shaw. And, after three and nine, he's not. Nah, fired. Stanford loves David Shaw. Oh, so we're in a Northwestern situation here. Oh yeah. Oh. Anyway, Notre Dame like, wins, did, covers, yeah. whatever. Devin doesn't care. Devin does not care. I, I refuse to have to watch Stanford. Like, that is unwatchable film. Yeah. Yeah, give me give me Stanford. I think Stanford wins by like twenty five. Oh, sorry, sorry. Give me Notre Dame. Notre Dame wins by twenty five. I, Jesus, I, we were ragging on Stanford, and I got confused for a second. Give me Notre Dame by twenty five. And then to finish it off, Devin, we have number thirteen BYU on the road at the other California dumpster fire that we love to see. That would be USC. As a Cal fan, seeing Stanford and USC both being shit is amazing to me. Give me BYU to cover the seven-point spread. I think the under is achieved, which is a 64-point over-under. BYU is going to stomp USC. It's going to be a big game for Jaron Hall and Tyler Algier. Uh, USC, I don't even know I don't even know why they call this a home game. They, they don't have anybody coming to USC games right now. It just doesn't happen. But apparently, I mean, you can get into they, this game for seventeen dollars. Apparently, they still have to play a makeup game with Cal next week. So. They do, they do. Uh, that you, game got so, canceled due to uh, COVID oh. outbreak. Oh wow, that is probably the first game, and in... I think it's the first one. It was the only one all year. <clears throat> Cal knows COVID outbreak games, man. I know. Got screwed over by one last year and got lost a game this year. Yeah. But, yeah, BYU wins. BYU wins. That's all. I, I don't care about USC. I'm, I'm surprised it's only by seven points. I thought it would have been, like, ten. <clears throat> Same. But I don't know. Maybe they're trying to get people to pick USC because of the name. I think so, too. All right, Devin. Is there anything you want to say before we get on out of here? Nah. I, honestly, I haven't been uh, – I honestly did not even bother make, doing the Mac or Mountain West review articles um, since we're at the end of the season anyway. But getting, getting to that point, man, <clears throat> almost into the college season. So 
kind of excited about these championship games next week coming up. Should be some good ones. Sunbelt, I think, will be a good one. Um, the Mac Ash, I think, will be good. Uh, a lot of these group of five uh, conference championships should be intriguing. I don't know about the Power Five. And I, I just worry that we're going to get rematches of games we've seen already. Probably it's going to be probably Oregon and Utah again. Um, Georgia, Bama for like the third straight year. Um, trying to think of some other ones. ACC is a crapshoot. I, I honestly don't want to see Pitt and Wake Forest. That's not going to be a, a highlight <laughs> game. But to say, I want to see Devin Leary just Kimmy pick it. That'll be a fun ACC championship game. But yeah, it's getting toward the end of the season. So time for those scouting reports to come out and for people to be inevitably low on good players. So can't wait for that. Until then, Devin, you can find me on Twitter at Mike H underscore draft. You can find Devin on Twitter at real D underscore Jackson. Follow the show on Twitter at big shots pod. Follow our work over at blue chip scouting, follow blue chip scouting at blue chip scout. And we'll see everybody on Tuesday.